Welcome to the Sean Stevenson Show. I'm Sean Stevenson, your host and professional speaking guide. You have a message to share, and I can teach you how to get it to millions. The Sean Stevenson Show, the best resource for building a lucrative speaking business and a fulfilling life. Enjoy the show. Behind closed doors, I am deeply influenced by my moods. This is why I choose to be proactive about my mood. There are a few things that I'm going to be sharing with you today in great detail that you've heard me mention in passing over the past few episodes, but I want to go much deeper on this because I believe your mood has a lot to do with your success. Your mood is that feeling, that overall emotional climate inside your mind. Some would call it your state. If you don't learn how to control your mood, and you let your mood control you, you end up being on a roller coaster. I found that most people, their mood is dictated based on what's happening in their external world. When things are going their way, it's often easy for them to be in a good mood. If things are not going their way, not happening the way they want or unfolding as they would like, they get into a bad mood. And some people's moods can change based on conversations they had with somebody that they feel didn't go right or that they were disappointed because maybe they didn't do their best. Moods have a way of dictating a lot of our work, our productivity, our focus, and our quality of life. And this is why I choose to be proactive about my mood. And I'm going to teach you a few things that I do to keep my mood in check. And specifically, to put my mood where I want it to be. I want to be positive. I want to be upbeat. I want to have things to look forward to. I want to feel confident. I want to feel strong. I want to know that there's a purpose to my life. I want all those moods to be flowing through me and and a part of my everyday existence. So here's what I do to create those moods. Number one. I get out of bed and I choose the moment my eyes open. I choose to have a good day. Now, I know that sounds silly. I know that sounds goofy, maybe a little cheesy. But I'm telling you, on the days that when my eyes open and I immediately start collecting all the thoughts that make me feel good, And I start looking at everything that is great and that I'm looking forward to. And I slowly sit up out of bed and I stretch like a cat, right? I just get all my muscles slowly activated and I think about what's great about my life. And I choose to be happy for absolutely no reason. And then once I'm happy for no reason, I hold the concept in my mind that no matter what happens today, I'm going to see that it happened for me and not to me. That puts me in the driver's seat of my mood. 
that puts me as the center of the creation of my reality, as opposed to hoping, wishing, crossing my fingers. Mm, I hope today something nice happens. I hope things go my way today. If you get out of bed hoping things go your way and just keeping your fingers crossed, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be upset. This is why you have to choose to feel good no matter what happens. It doesn't mean you're not going to be sad or upset at times. It just means if you consciously decide to feel good for no reason and you start your day off that way, it gives you self-empowerment. There are so many things in the world that if you focused on them, you could get overwhelmed. You could be upset. You could be stressed. But where is that going to lead you? I don't see anything good coming from that. In fact, research has shown that when people get stressed out and they start to worry, they lose access to their prefrontal cortex. That's the part of their brain that's able to logically deduce what it should do next. It cuts off your access to big picture thinking. This is why you must choose to feel good from the moment you get up for absolutely no reason. Now, of course, there's more to it than that. There's also, you need to systemize your self-care. If you've ever heard me talk, you know I am one of the biggest proponents of self-care because self-care is the cure to insecurity. And in my life, I find that a lot of things go wrong. In fact, as you probably heard me say, more goes wrong than goes right. More things don't go as planned than actually do go as planned. And when you systemize your self-care, what you allow yourself to experience is a mood stabilization and then a mood boosting. Every activity that you do to take care of your mind, your body, and your spirit will regulate and improve the quality of your moods. So I'm going to walk you through what I do to systemize my self-care. I have something that I call my When Life Works list. It's a series of activities that improve my mind, my body, or my spirit, my overall quality of life. I'm going to walk you through how I track my When Life Works list and why it is so important that you systemize your self-care. You see, the mind is very good at making things up, at deleting certain facts, at forgetting what it's done. And this is why I like to put things in writing. By recording my self-care activities in a graph, I'm able to write down all the activities and then mark off each day in the month which activities I completed and which I did not. And it's really incredibly eye-opening when you look back over your month and you see 
How many days did I really eat well? How many days did I exercise? How many days did I meditate? By mapping out your self-care, you really have a good idea of how good you are taking care of yourself. So let's go through each of my activities, because they might give you ideas for what to put on your When Life Works list. I've gone on to take this When Life Works list and put it into a graph paper journal. And so going up and down, I have all of the activities, and then from side to side, I have all the days of the month. So with each activity I do, I X off one of the squares to let myself know this is what happened. And then at the end of the day, I score myself from a 0 to a 10 on how my mood was. So something like a really bad day might be more like a 4, and an amazing day might be like a 9. And then I plot it out over the month to see how did I do that month. And what I find fascinating is it always correlates. The more self-care I do, the better I feel. So here are some of the activities so that you have some ideas for your list. Number one, and none of these have to be specific to you, but they might be an example. Number one is working out, right? When the body gets movement, when your circulatory, your respiratory, and all the different systems inside your body are activated through exercise, your life gets better. Plus, they've shown in so many different studies that the endorphins released during exercise stabilize your mood better than practically anything. Number two, hydrate. I have to make it part of my consistent routine to remind myself to drink plenty of water. I know that sounds silly, but it's true. It can go definitely out of sight, out of mind some days, especially when you're really busy. So what I like to do is sometimes I like to fill up my water containers ahead of time and then make sure I'm downing each of the water containers as the day goes by. And when you put that into your When Life Works list, it helps to keep you dedicated to your own hydration. And when you're dedicated to your own hydration, you're actually helping your mind work better. You see, the brain is an electrical organ, and it has to make sure that it's hydrated so that the electricity can pass through it nicely. And all those synapses need to be firing in a moist environment, not in some dried up <laughs> state of mind. You want to keep yourself hydrated. Number three, restful sleep. You may not think it's that important. A lot of people say things like, oh, well, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Uh, it probably should be said, I'll die early if I don't get sleep. And I really took on sleep a few years ago as a priority. I went out, I got a very expensive Tempur-Pedic bed so that my body didn't keep shifting around at night. I went and got a CPAP machine, which is a breathing machine at night because I was snoring and having all kinds of trouble uh, waking up in the middle of the night with night terrors because I wasn't breathing properly. So I went out, did the research. 
I fought it at first. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't want a CPAP machine, but then I got it. And for the first few weeks, maybe even a couple months, I didn't like it. I was like, this is stupid. This is not for me. I'm still young. This is for old people. But I stayed with it, stayed with it, until eventually I loved it. I loved it because I got deep quality sleep. Sleep apnea and problems with snoring can actually cause a tremendous stress to the heart and lead to a premature death. You want to take your sleep very seriously. I also have a good sound machine to create a nice ambient noise. We block out all the light in our bedroom so it's completely dark. You want to take your sleep seriously and you want to get on a regular sleep cycle i know you're thinking well sean what does this have to do to develop your career and and making a message get out to millions of people well you are no good as a messenger if you're tired if you're exhausted if you have to live on caffeine just to get out of bed Sleep is important. Restful sleep is important. I've noticed that when I track this in my When Life Works list, the days that I consistently don't get good rest are the days when my mood is the most whacked and I have the least productivity and I'm the most crabby and therefore it impacts all activities in my day. The next one is journal. I think we've talked about this before. I consistently work on my journal. My goal is to write three pages every morning in my journal. And you might think, Sean, what the heck are you writing about? Everything. I write about what I'm feeling, what I'm upset with, what I'm looking forward to. If I'm coming up with a story or an idea that I want to share in writing or in a speech, I will write out my dreams and my goals I'll even rewrite my own When Life Works list activities. I believe that if most people journaled every single day, they wouldn't need all the pharmaceutical interventions that people are taking to try to stabilize their mood. Yes, some people are chemically imbalanced and do need psychiatric care. However, most of us, we just need to get our minds to be emptied And journaling is a beautiful thing. I journal almost every single day. Just last year, I went and I reread five years of journals, and I found trends in my life. It was very helpful. It is an incredible, cathartic process to be journaling out your life. The next thing is, this is going to maybe make you laugh or raise an eyebrow, hygiene. You know, if you work for yourself, it's very easy to go days without showering or proper grooming. Yes, I know that's disgusting, but it's true. And when you begin to turn into an animal, you start growing hair everywhere, you start to smell bad, it has an impact unconsciously on your overall well-being. So grooming and hygiene, I need to stay on top of that. When I am fresh and clean and I feel like I've done work on my body to be presentable, my mood is impacted in such a beautiful way. The next thing in my life is reading. When I'm reading, I'm learning. Whether it's fiction or nonfiction, it gets my 
imagination activated. It gives me ideas. It feeds me with information and facts and keeps me knowledgeable and learning. For me, reading is not something that comes naturally. Mindy, she reads tons of books a year. For me, it's a lot harder. I'm a slow reader and I have lots of excuses. Why? And because I am dyslexic and this, that, and the other. But you know what? I went out and I got glasses to read. And I got a Kindle with a special kind of font for dyslexic readers. And now I really enjoy reading again. You need to get back to reading. Readers are leaders. The next thing in my Win Life Works list is meditation and prayer. Now, I don't know where you stand spiritually, and it doesn't really matter. But for me, for my life to work, i got to be connected to something greater. You know, for me, meditation, just clearing out my mind, even if it's just setting a timer for five minutes and not having any thoughts, or listening to a beautiful guided meditation. And prayer, for me, it's just having a conversation with the Spirit, and talking about what I'm grateful for, and and putting out special intentions, that brings me peace. And when I'm at peace, I'm more productive, and therefore my mood is stabilized. The next thing for me is cleaning and organization. If my homes, if my car, if my office, if my life is cleaned up and organized, my mind runs better. It's more, it's more enjoyable to be me when I know where things are and things are in their proper place and they're cleaned up and ready for me. You know, your brain creates something called serotonin when you cleaned off spaces in your life. And serotonin is the brain chemistry that lets you feel like everything's going to be okay. Everything is in its proper place. For me, the next thing is connection to my partner, to Mindy. You know, it could literally just be sitting down, holding hands, and talking about our day. It could be some form of intimacy. It could be going on a walk, but that connection time really is important. So you need to figure out, do you have a connection that you need to have with yourself or a spouse or a friend? You know, connection is really important to stabilizing your mood. For me, something that I've added to my When Life Works list is having one, at least one smoothie, healthy vegetable and fruit smoothie a day. You know, I do my best to, to eat well, but I fall down a lot, and I'm not perfect at it. But if I can get at least one healthy smoothie, something that we make at home, you know, things that have spinach and kale and some good frozen fruits and some coconut milk. And uh, we have different uh, supplements that we put in for protein and, and brain octane, something that my buddy Dave Asprey makes for uh, bulletproof coffee. And, you know, we put all this together in the blender and it makes a very healthy, well-balanced meal. Spending time mentoring people is on my list. You know, having a conversation and teaching somebody that's wanting to learn things. And then right after that in my list is getting mentored, reaching out to people that are going to teach me things. Next thing on my list is consuming really empowering video and audio content, watching trainings and training my mind visually and auditorily. 
Next thing is hanging out with friends. This is big. Spending time with friends. I have one friend that when I hang out with him, everything just lets me know it's going to be okay. Spending time in nature. I have a motorized wheelchair that I love using now, and I like to go to the park and just spend time with the trees. That stabilizes my moods. The next thing is an act of kindness. Maybe I go to the coffee shop and I buy somebody their coffee as a surprise. Or if I'm at a restaurant, I buy somebody else's meal. Just doing something kind. Having a dance party is on my list. Putting on really good music. Even if I'm by myself and full on getting after it in a dance. Makes me laugh. Just take myself a little less seriously and enjoy my life. These are the things on my When Life Works list. I call my notebook that has all this mapped out, my, my consistency calculator, where I am able to check off the different activities that I do that day. It's kind of like I'm gamifying my personal growth, my self-care. I want you to know that, yes, I might sound a bit neurotic about this, but it's for good reason. When individuals have impeccable self-care, they stabilize their moods. I believe that you need to earn your happiness. Happiness sometimes shows up. Sometimes you wake up on the right side of the bed and things are great. But sometimes it's a lot harder. Sometimes the brain chemistry is not on our side. And that's the day we need to go to our When Life Works list. And we need to work on our self-care. we got to go earn our happiness. Hopefully you got some benefit out of my When Life Works list. I want you to go into your own mind, into your heart, and ask yourself, what needs to be on my list? Figure out what are the activities that when you do them, they improve your mind, your body, your spirit, your health, your wealth, your relationships. All right, my friend, I'm out of here, but I want to get to know you more. I want to interact with you. And that's why we have a private Facebook group just for the listeners of this podcast. Go on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash lucrative speaker. Join that group. Interact with me there. I put special content and videos and pose questions and even take questions from that page. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure and subscribe to The Sean Stevenson Show on iTunes and leave a review of the podcast. For more information and further conversation, head on over to our Facebook group, Lucrative Speaker. I'm Sean Stevenson, your professional speaking guide. I'll catch you next time on The Sean Stevenson Show. You've got a message. Let's get it to millions.